Thanks for tuning in. You got the John Papaloni Show. Today I am interviewing Mark Boney from Supercharger Wellness. How's it going, Mark? It's going great. How are you today, John? I'm doing awesome. Excellent. Awesome. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, um, I'm a fitness, health, and wellness coach. I'm also a classic physique bodybuilding competitor. Um, and most importantly, I have two beautiful children, Ariana and Ava. So that's that's a little bit about me. I started Supercharger Wellness because I really want to help people to become the best versions of themselves. And um, a little bit about my educational background. I did a business diploma after high school. and. Then I went to Lakehead University and did a transfer credit program for a degree. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do with that at the time. Um, so a little bit later on, in my, in my late 20s, I went back and got a pre-health certificate. And then I went to McMaster University for a Bachelor of Science in Nursing. And uh, that led me toward all of the scientific knowledge and background that I have. I've always been interested in it, but it just took me to another level with my knowledge and I was able to apply it to what I'm doing now. That totally makes sense. Um, okay, that, that makes total sense. I mean, before we start, why don't you tell everybody how they can find you online? Uh, you can find me at supercharger underscore wellness on Instagram or Mark Boney on Facebook. Okay, that's great. Um, you're located out of St. Catharines, correct? Yes, St. Catharines, Ontario. That's great. And um, so do you, like, does your services uh, just, is it local area or do you uh, reach outside of the I local? have clients as far as Vancouver all the way across to the East Coast. So I'm guessing the uh, whole online portal is uh, working. You the know, online portal has allowed me to expand my business uh, outside of the local market and and I get a very far reach, a lot more than I would have expected before this was at my fingertips for sure. Well, that makes sense. That, that, that makes total sense. Um, yeah, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Earlier you said you did a uh, presentation. Yeah, actually. Uh, I did a presentation at McKay Realty Network this morning in Hamilton, downtown Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, I basically did a presentation for a sales team on how the benefits of intermittent fasting, um, diet, and exercise could benefit them as sales professionals and enhance their ability to make more money for the brokerage and for, the, for themselves. Right. Actually, speaking of which, can you describe what, what is intermittent fasting? Well, intermittent fasting is basically time blocking your eating period, and there's different, different ways of doing it. The baseline way of intermittent fasting is to not eat for a period of 16 hours, and then have an eight hour feeding window. So in that 16 hours, say for example, you stop eating at 10 p.m., you wouldn't have a meal again until 2 p.m. the following day. So. You do not consume any calories during this time. You can have caffeine, water, and things that don't concern, can, can contain calories. And this has some amazing benefits for the human body, for fat loss, mental focus, body composition, and cellular rejuvenation properties. Right, but is this a form of a diet? It's not a diet. It's a way of timing your eating. Right, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, is there any, uh, like, there's always positive and negative to anything. Is there a negative to this? Like, is there a drawback of getting on this? There are no drawbacks as far as your health goes, but you will feel a little hungry sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Especially if you're planned, uh, 
Okay, now can you do this without uh, exercising or is exercising an important? Absolutely. The beautiful thing about intermittent fasting is that it doesn't re rely on your activity level or whether or not you're an athlete. You can apply intermittent fasting to your life. Anybody can do it. All you basically have to do is not eat for a period of time, consume your meals within another period of time, and then repeat. It's very, very simple. Right, and then it doesn't matter what you eat? Well, the benefits of eating a correct diet are obviously going to translate into the way you feel and the way that you look. Um, that being said, you know, you probably could intermittent fast and eat pizza, but the benefits of eating, a, like I said, a proper balanced diet would, would far outweigh just binging on whatever, right? Obviously. Depending on your goals. Right, that makes total sense. Yeah. And then what about the topic of alcohol? Alcohol, you can drink alcohol on when you're intermittent fasting, but you cannot consume alcohol during the fasting period. So if you're going to consume alcohol, you want to make sure that you do it after you've already had a meal and digested some of your food, as well as sticking to alcohols that are low calorie, like vodka, soda, lime, for instance, or low calorie beers. Even red wine isn't bad, but anything that has like high sugar and stuff like that, we want to try to avoid. Yeah, that makes sense. So once again, how did you find this? And like, where was your starting point? Like what, what made you decide that this is it, I have to do it? Well, I started training when I was about 17. I'm 35 now. And I had been eating the way that I thought I was supposed to eat for a very, very long time, which was a lot of protein, very hard carbohydrates, and the way a bodybuilder would eat. Every two to two and a half hours, I was consuming a meal. I was waking up in the night to consume a meal. I was obsessed with, with getting muscle and getting big, so this is what I was told through the fitness industry and the supplement industry, through the magazines, and everything that I read told me this is what you had to do to get big, so that's what I did. And I hit a wall. I got to a point in my life where I had chronic inflammation in my, in my internal, my, in my gut, joint inflammation. Um, I think I was getting to the point where I was insulin resistant or pre-diabetic. Um, you know, I had a lot of back pain. I was bloated all the time. I was just, I was very uncomfortable. And it wasn't, it wasn't good. I had chronic heart, a whole bunch of, a whole slew of side effects started to occur. And I kind of hit a wall with it. And uh, I didn't really know where it was gonna go. I was like, if I continue this way, I'm probably gonna end up, like I said, with diabetes. And my grandparents, like my mom's father and my dad's mother both had diabetes, type two diabetes, and they both lost limbs. So the writing was on the wall, like this is the direction that I was headed if I continued to do what I was doing. And I knew that, but I didn't, I didn't know how to, how to change it. And um, my friend Arter, uh, he owns a Herx in Toronto, a Herx City Place in Toronto. He came down and uh, we went to the gym together and he knew that I had a really powerful background from my education in nursing with biology, biochemistry and all these kinds of things. And he started to tell me the nuts and bolts of this in a, in a scientific, very matter-of-fact way. And I started to listen, and it, he struck a nerve with me. And I started to really delve into some, some uh, resources that he gave me and educate myself very, very thoroughly on the subject matter, and it blew my mind what I discovered. I realized that I was doing things all wrong for the, all that time, and I, I thought I have been lied to by the industry, and it, I, I made it my mission to not only educate myself to the point where I was able to apply this into my own life, but to the point where now I'm able to teach other people about it. Well, that's actually exciting. I mean, yeah, like, I think the key exciting. thing is, uh, is the fact that you can teach someone, it kind of makes it more, um, 
I would say fulfilling if I'm not. Absolutely, absolutely. Like I have, I have clients that have type two diabetes. I just got a client who has multiple sclerosis. You know, people that are anywhere from 20 pounds overweight to 150 pounds overweight. And what we're doing here can not only take the weight off, but in some cases reverse their type two diabetes to the point where they don't need insulin and metformin and diabetes medication. So like it just increases quality of life. There's nothing better than helping someone increase their quality of life and the gratitude that you get from those people for doing that is amazing. Right. I would imagine that. Yeah. How long have you uh, been doing this? Like I've, I mean in terms of the uh, intermittent fasting. I've been doing it for about six months and um, I had been doing things wrong for a very long time before that but I had a very very good understanding of the human body so it was just applying the knowledge to what I already knew plus my education so everything came together right? Right. And it just made sense at that point. Yeah, of course. What about, um, what have, like, you know, there's a lot of people, like, forget it, let's not beat around the bush. Okay. I'm one of those people. Okay. That I can't stand the gym. Yeah. As an example. Right. So this seems like a good option for me. It is. But, obviously, mm -hmm. doing this and cutting out the gym as an excuse obviously isn't it. Well. What else can I do that would be like going to the gym? Like, if I hate the gym, I mean, I just... I, it's not that I hate it because oh my god I don't want to work out. I'm actually I actually enjoy being active. I was in sports okay. growing up, mm -hmm. and uh, I just don't really see a benefit in sitting on a chair and lifting weights and uh, just staring out into space as I'm lifting weights or running on a treadmill so I can walk, you know run and stand still right, and right. Just look at the same damn window. Right. You know what I mean? So I don't really want to do the gym. Right. I just do it because I figure that I'm gonna look like a good year blimp if I don't. Well. Activity level is based on the person and it's it's very individual, you know, like I enjoy bodybuilding It is a passion of mine. I hate doing steady-state cardio too much most people can't stand it So I go for a walk I go out in the woods with my dog for an hour and a half and go for a walk That's something that I do, you know, right. but you can play basketball anything that you want to do that keeps you active and allows your body to just burn fat and and stay active and, and it's just anything that you feel like doing really yeah, so the, the key thing is, is just remaining active regardless of whatever it is you yeah. do. There's, no, there's nothing written in stone that says you need to go to the gym, you need to lift weights, you need to do this sort of workout in order to get these results. Now it depends on what your goals are obviously. If you want to look like a bodybuilder, then you have to train like a bodybuilder. If you want to be an uh, Olympic athlete, you have to train for that particular sport. That makes sense. Right? That makes total sense. So. All right. Okay. Yeah. Excuse the noise out here. We're doing this in a uh, Starbucks, and yeah. that's a little loud, but it's all right. I mean, it's more challenging, more uh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we get our lattes. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> so, how do you promote your business? I've been using uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, for the most part, as well as word of mouth. I've been training for like 18 years. So in the area, most people know me. It's just a matter of making some noise and getting the word out and uh, showcasing the fact that I have knowledge and I know what I'm doing and there's, there's value and benefit for others. Right. So, okay, that, that makes sense. What, what other tips can you offer people? Like, not offer, I mean, like, what, what tips can you give somebody? Like, how, you know, where do, how do they start this? Uh, well, the intermittent fasting is, is very simple. You can look it up on YouTube if you if you really want to get the nuts and bolts of it, or you can contact me and I'll give I'll give you a plan and uh, 
that's really good to start employing off the bat because it's so simple to apply. Now, if you wanted to apply some sort of diet, whether it's the ketogenic diet, low-carb diet, or just a balanced diet, you really need to understand your macronutrient breakdown and what kinds of foods that you should be eating to fit into that sort of diet. And as far as activity goes, just show up. Just go. Do whatever it is you're going to do. Don't overthink it. If you're going to go play basketball, show up at the court. If you're going to go to the gym, show up at the gym. If you bring the body, the mind will follow. Right. Do you have any uh, don'ts to recommend people? Like, do not do something? Do, do, um, well, stay away from sugar because sugar is the cause of many diseases and, uh, yeah, it's the new smoking. It's the new smoking, and it's it's not just a fad. It's, it actually causes a whole slew of problems in the body. Uh, inflammation being a big one, and then tons of disease stem from inflammation. Uh, we have an obesity epidemic in, in North America, and type 2 diabetes, and heart disease, and all these things are a result of that. Um, so yeah, just stay away from sugar. Eat complex carbohydrates, or better sources of carbohydrates if you're gonna eat. Eat lots of leafy green vegetables, and stick to good protein sources. And by good protein sources, I mean organic, far, not farmed raised, um, grass-fed, grass-finished beef, wild-caught fish, and free-range poultry, which is the best case scenario for our health. Well, how do you find that? Like, I mean, like when you go to a grocery store, you just assume that you're getting healthy. Right. You generally don't have it at a grocery store. You have to go and source it from a, a certain butcher shop or, or different air, places in the area who provide that service. It's specific. Right. You can get organic stuff from the grocery store, but as far as grass-fed, grass-finished beef, I'm not really sure where you could find that in St. Catharines at a local grocery store. There are places you can get it. I'm not even really sure, to be honest with you. Right, which makes sense. And it's not exactly cheap either, but this is the best case for our for our health. Oh, of course. Right? Well, <laughs> health is wealth, right? Exactly. So, okay, and um, like, why don't you give our listeners a typical you know, mark day from when you wake up to when you finish. I'm really glad you asked that question. <clears throat> I just employed a morning routine into my life. So I figured if I want to have a successful life, a successful business, I have to employ this, the habits of successful people. So um, what I do is I wake up generally around 7 or 8 a.m., which I should probably start getting up a little earlier, but that's when I wake up. I sleep for eight hours. Um, I do not eat in the morning. I'll sit down to a green tea, and then I'll take the dog for a walk. I'll listen to some sort of podcast or educational content while I'm out on my walk. That generally lasts about an hour to two hours, depending on where I walk. I come home, and I sit down, and I probably plug into uh, some YouTube videos to get some motivation. And then, generally, I have some work to do. Um, I'll sit down on Facebook, I'll post some ads for my business, and then I'll either reply to messages, emails, or do the work that I need to do for my for my clients. So I'm either updating plans or doing sales calls with people that are prospective clients, etc. And I basically just fill my day up with as much educational content as I can. And I have my kids sometimes, so then there's that. So it's balancing life and work and leisure and education and trying to be an entrepreneur and build the knowledge base that I require to have a successful business. and. So I keep myself really, really busy. I don't watch TV, you know. I don't, I don't drink alcohol. Um, I try to I try to be as dil diligent as I can be to ensure that I'm going to be successful. Right, that makes sense. I mean, that's a common thing I find uh, from interviewing successful people. The common thing is that uh, you know whatever they uh, 
tune into is usually educational, and they uh, pretty much stay away from the uh, tube compared to uh, yep. you know, previous generations that yep. are pretty much tuned into the tube. Yeah, there's it's passive entertainment or active entertainment. You're either engaging your brain with it and learning something, or you're passively absorbing something that's not going to benefit you. Right, that makes sense. Right. I've uh, I've been trying to restructure my own uh, day. That's I've good. been uh, setting up my alarm to uh, 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. uh, I've this is probably my third time trying this in Sorry. the last uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I was successful like with it for the first six months of the year, and I was up at uh, 5 a.m. every day. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to say I was successful with the gym. I've been in and out of that for I don't know how long, mm -hmm. but I was successful getting up and starting my day early. Right. Um, and then I sort of, you know, wane off of it like a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. But my waning off of it is still 8 o'clock a.m. Yeah, so that's it's not still, too bad. Yeah. Um, I've been trying again. And, uh, for example, last five days, well, even say the last six days, I'm at a 50-50 ratio. That's half good. the time I'm up at 5, the other half I'm up at 8. Yeah, better, better some than none, right? Well, exactly. I wish I could get up at that time. I just can't seem to do it. I put on my alarm, but now I no longer have an alarm. I tossed it across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that I do that I forgot to mention, which is very paramount in, in my success, is I don't know if you've seen when we were in the house, but I had those boards up on the wall. I have a vision board right. that has all these goals and things that I'd like to attain out of life. I also have a gratitude list, a values list, and an affirmations list. And I, I come home from my walk and I generally sit down and I have a good look at that. And I visualize myself achieving these things. And I sit down and I speak aloud the actual things on the list. I tell myself them. Right. I mean, well, they say that if you want to get to your goal, you have to start at the end. That's it. You have to be able to visualize where you want to be, what you want to have, and then you have to be able to be willing to provide the equivalent value for what you want out of life. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with you. I mean, I have a... Uh, I did my uh, top 20 goals for 2019. Mm -hmm. um, I pretty much, you know, I'm pretty good at getting goals accomplished when I put my mind to it. Good. And, um, no, I agree with you. you got to remind yourself daily. Every daily. day. Daily. Yeah, like sometimes if, even more than once a day. The thing that most people do is that they set these goals around New Year's and they expect that these things that are going to come true because they, they set it one time. They don't realize how much diligence it actually takes to drive that into your brain to make it real and make it tangible. Right. It's a daily thing. Successful people know this, right? Well, exactly. I don't know if you heard. I mean, like they... they, they like a lot of uh, the saying out there now is uh, New Year's Day lasts till January 20. And then everyone quits. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We're like, what are we at, the 15th now? So what I'm trying to do is, is um, for people who want to get in shape, that is one of their goals. Uh, maybe they're suffering with health problems, maybe they're not. I want to take the guesswork out of the process as much as possible and make it as easy for them to achieve those goals as possible. The more people that I help get to where they want to be and make me obsolete, the better. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, like, it's that's, that's exactly the way it, it should be thought of. I Rising mean, like, tide raises all ships, right? You, I, I agree with you, 100%. Excellent. Um, what would you say to someone who says, I don't know if I have the time? I mean, time is all about priorities, right? So it's how bad do you want it? Yeah, right. So it really means, I don't have the time, really means I don't want to put the effort I don't in. want to make the time or... You know, I don't want to give up this certain thing in my life that takes up the time, whether it's a TV show or a sporting event or what have you. You know, if you want something bad enough, you'll prioritize the events in your life to make that happen. That's all there is to it. Yeah, I agree with you. It's a matter of what's important to you. I think we're just too comfortable. I agree. And, I, and it's a shame that sometimes people wait to the bitter end when it's like too late right. or, or nearly too late. Right. Or like some, some life dramatic event 
that takes them there that they go, oh God, what have I done? I think it's Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, who says there's nothing more terrible than seeing the regret in somebody's eyes when they're old and they haven't achieved the goals that they wanted to set for their life. Yeah, that's exactly. now they're too old and they can't do it. You're right. I would rather, I'd rather myself, personally, I would rather regret, not regret, not re- let me rephrase that. I think what I'm trying to say is that it's better to say, to say that I've lost in something and I failed at something than I've never tried. Do you ever really lose though or is that just, it's just, I look at it, any loss or failure as an opportunity to learn and adapt from the situation. Oh, don't misunderstand Nobody, nobody reaches success without reaching failure first, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I don't regret my yeah. failures. No. I own them. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. And I'm proud of them. Right. Because that means I did something that other people weren't willing to do. And I'm not comparing it to other people. You have to own it. I, yeah, yeah. Quite frankly, I don't give a shit what other people do. No. Part of my language. It's okay. Uh, like, it's just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm doing this for me. Yeah. Right? I don't want to have any regrets. I yep. want to, you know, like, I'm like 42. Right. Right? And it's sort of like, my whole life has been a lesson. Yeah. And I've been, uh, like myself, I've been a complete polar opposite of the norm. I don't follow the normal, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, I just pretty much do what I want to do. Like, when people were downsizing their cars, and, and, and I was buying uh, SUVs, mm-hmm. you know, because, oh my God, gas was expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but switching cars is more expensive. Can be. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's one of those things. I'm, I'm actually a bad example. I switched cars three times in the last three years. That's a bad example. <laughs> but. <laughs> so, but I, I didn't always have this mindset either. This was something that was, uh, it was adapted. It was, it was built. I used yeah. to be the most negative person in the entire world. And I went through a very, very dark period in my life that brought me to a breaking point that actually allowed me to sit down and take a good hard look at myself and realize that I didn't like the way that I was. And I had to make some serious changes if I ever wanted to get these things that are on that board out of life. Well, of course. I mean, I think we all have that, right? I mean, nobody was born knowing which direction. I mean, no. That's part of learning and evolving. Exactly. That's part of growing. And, you know, I mean, like, I, I don't think growing ever ends. As no. long as we keep learning. I, like, in life, we're, we're either dying or growing. Or living. Yeah. Right? Like, and that's what it comes down to. And when you take the entrepreneurship route... As a, as a means to produce an income for yourself, you really have to master yourself. You have, you have to be very, very efficient as a human being in order to run a successful business. That's why so many people fail, because they think it's gonna be easy. It's gonna be the, the easy way because now they have all their time and they can do whatever they want. That's not the case. You master yourself and your mind, and then you can master anything. You're right. I mean, like, you know, everyone thinks it's, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur, it means working whenever you want. I've actually never worked so many hours since I tried to uh, yeah. be in business. I know. It's crazy. I mean, I do like 15-hour days. But it's, that's on a good day. It's trendy now to be an entrepreneur. It's popular. Oh, I know. Right? I know it is. So everybody wants to take a shot at it. Of course. But when this economy comes down and it comes crashing down. Yeah. Are you then, prepared? Yeah. And then, then a lot of people will bail out, just like real estate. When yeah. times get tough, people walk out. Exactly. Another bad example. I just left my <laughs> real estate. But I didn't do it for uh, bad times or good times or anything. I did it because I was miserable. Right. So, you know, it's learning about yourself, knowing yourself, knowing that, you know, you need to move on. I just always knew that every job that I had growing up, didn't matter what it was, construction, grocery store, security, what have you, I was never happy. Because I, I don't know if I have a problem with authority or what it is. I just, I don't like taking direction from people. I usually look at the situation and think to myself, you're in charge of me, I think I can do a better job. I don't know if that's just my ego or what it is, but I just never, ever liked working. And 
it's not that I lack work ethic because I'm a hard worker. I just don't like doing it for somebody else. I like doing it for myself. Right, except here's the key thing I've learned. I've never had so many bosses in my life. <laughs> my customers are my bosses. Yeah, well, you got to be accountable, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, you know, but the market would tell you what's working, what's not working. Exactly. That's exactly what it comes down to. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, like for me, I find this exciting. And one thing I am, I don't know about you, mm -hmm. I'm a patient guy. Mm -hmm. I can sit here, I can watch, watch the, you know, what happens in the market. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to keep doing my thing. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm patient. Right. And I think my patience will be my key. I think that's the opposite for me. <laughs> I'm impatient, but I'm persistent. Well, that's persistent, one thing that I am. Yes. Well, persistence is also part of it, right? Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not going to run six months from now because it didn't go the way I wanted it to. No, you just got to keep pushing. Well, exactly, and that's part of persistence. But persistence, patience, and when it comes to that, it's a little bit of the same. Like even in the gym, if I want to take this back to fitness and exercise, I've had some seriously debilitating injuries. Like I had a, my left distal bicep tendon torn off the bone. I had to have bicep tendon reattachment surgery, so I actually have anchors in my in my arm here to hold my bicep back in place. You know, I've had uh, shoulder separation. Um, I used to have really, really bad sciatic from a back injury that I had. And a lot of people would say, you know what, I'm getting pretty messed up here. I think I should probably slow down or stop. I always just trained through it. I always just did it what I had to do because I had a vision in my mind of what I wanted to achieve and I wasn't willing to let anything stop me. Right. And that's all there is to it. Well, exactly, and that's persistence. And my mom always used to go, Mark, why do you go? Why do you lift so heavy? Why do you train so hard? You're, you're obsessed, and I said, Yeah, I am obsessed. But you have to be obsessed to be successful. If you're not obsessed, then what are you doing? You're right, I, and that's exactly it. And it's obsessed. It's obsession. Exactly. Obsession breeds, you know, success. I think. You know, the other day, you know, what someone said to me, mm. "You're not normal," <laughs> and I just replied with, "Thank you." Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be normal. No, exactly. No, the I'm, polar opposite. No, I I'm like trying being, to be me. I like being, yeah. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, that's great. Well, Mark, one more time, let everyone know how they can reach you. Again, um, Mark Boney on Facebook or at Supercharger underscore Wellness on Instagram. Uh, I can be reached through any of those platforms. You can DM me and we can have a conversation. Um, we can go about talking about my services or if you just want some information on, on any of the things that I, that I do or talk about, we can, that's no problem anytime. Well, excellent. You know, it's been a great conversation. I uh, thank you for this interview once again. You're welcome. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll uh, check back again in a few months, see uh, what's been going on. With, uh, That'd be great. Awesome. Thanks Happy again. to be on. My, that's, uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. This is quite fulfilling. Thanks, John. Thank you.